0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again. Today, we are going to do a New York Knicks preview for tomorrow night's third preseason game. We're going to look at the Kevin Porter Jr. trade and the aftermath of it. You know, there's some details that came out. Would you make that move to acquire him if he's a free agent? And then we're going to talk about a possible James Harden trade. The Philadelphia 76ers are in talks with the Clippers as we speak. So, should the Wizards be a third team in that deal? We're going to talk about that and more next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again. The real Ed Oliver has the night off. He is a little under the weather, so definitely keep Brother Matt in your prayers. And thank you for getting Locked On Wizards, your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today we are going to do a preview of the third preseason game against the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. And the three things I want to see from this Wizards team tomorrow night and we're gonna get the kevin porter trade he has finally moved on or been uh moved on from the houston rockets uh so looking at the aftermath new details coming out if he was you know him being a potential free agent would you reconsider acquiring him and finally james harden um (laughs) probably the final piece of the all-season puzzle is a possible james harden trade you know if he makes that move to the L.A. Clippers, should the Wizards be a third team in the mix? I believe so. We're going to talk about it next. So we're going to get right into it. The Washington Wizards' third preseason game is going to be tomorrow night at 730 versus the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden, a.k.a. the Mecca. Um, looking at an injury report real quick, the only person out for the Washington Wizards right now is Anthony Gill with a hamstring injury. So Denny Avya looks like he's going to play. Now, does he start? Does Bilal start? We shall see. Obviously, we are dealing with other injuries. Um, I was looking at the official report, but obviously, um, Johnny Davis is out one to two weeks. But Denny is slated to play. So who starts? Um, it remains to be seen right now. Obviously, Denny has not played in the preseason yet, so he might start him on the bench. Um, Try to get him some playing time, trying to get his legs rolling, get him used to the grind of the NBA season. So you very well could still see Bilal start as small forward but three things i want to see from the washington wizards tomorrow night number one i want to see tyus jones distribute the ball now offensively as far as scoring you know looking for your go-to scores is obviously jordan poole and kyle kuzma but you know as far as scoring wise and my expectations of tyus jones is i would love to see him obviously penetrate the lane because by doing so, he collapses defense and he can dish it out to shooters like Jordan Poole, Kyle Kuzma, uh, potentially Black Bali, and Dini Avia. So, you know, I definitely want to see him penetrate, but, you know, use penetration. You know, I know he's got that, that floater, but use penetration as a means to distribute. I want to see Tyus Jones, the distributor, the floor general. You know, um, obviously his last game wasn't his best as far as his offensive output and his assist numbers were down too. But to me, what he provides at the point guard position in D.C. is a distributor, a floor general, an old school type of point guard. You know, we're not dependent on him to be like Gil or John to be a scoring option or a number one scoring option. We've got our number one, and number two scoring options. And we're kind of looking at who could be that number three. Could it be Bilal Kulabali? Could it be Avia On the list goes on, who could be that number three? But I don't think it's Tyus Jones. So number one, as far as things I want to see tomorrow night, I want to see Tyus Jones distribute. I want to see five plus assists. I want to see him setting up. Other teammates, I'm going to see him orchestrating the offense. Number two, and I'm looking at Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma real quick. Uh, we know what they, what they can do. They both are scores. Um, you know, Kyle Kuzma with his size, his ability to penetrate the lane, you know, shoot a lot of shots, Um, you know, call them clutch coups. Jordan Poole, same. You know, they shoot a lot of highlight reel shots. But my thing is this. My belief is for them to take the next step going forward in their careers, I want to see more efficiency. So, number two of uh, things I expect from the Washington Wizards tomorrow night is high percentage shots by Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. All right, because by doing so, by getting them points up, especially shooting high percentage shots, you know, you're gonna be able to set up a third and fourth option, whether it's gonna be Denny, whether it's gonna be Bilal, whether it's gonna be Corey Kispert. You know, the list goes on. I don't think it'll be Delon, but um definitely we wanna see who that third and fourth score can be because I think that is gonna be the key. To this offense, we know what Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma can do, but who's gonna merge as that third and fourth option? All right, number three, and I'm looking at Denny and Bilal Kulabali. And what I want to see from them tomorrow night is aggression on the offensive end. Both of them are high-level defenders. Denny has already proven what he can do at the NBA level, and Bilal is starting to wow a lot of people both. Within the organization, within the fan base, and outside of the organization, and outside of the fan base, as far as the general NBA community, Bilal Kulabali is starting to look solid on the defensive end with his prowess as far as stealing the ball, blocks, um, his rebounding. But offensively, I don't think he, I think that his offensive game is coming along. Now, obviously, he's doing it have to be developed, but you see glimpses of his offensive game. He can drive the lane, he can drive the lane with power. Just be able to get a consistent shot. In the last game, he shot two for three for three. So, you know, getting his release a little faster. Um, if the three-point shot comes along like I think it will, he's gonna be a force in the NBA. Now looking at Denny Avia, obviously he's a little different because you know it it's the same, but it's different. You know, he's we're looking for him to, to take that step offensively. We know what he can do defensively, but taking that step offensively, right? Contract year, is he a part of the wizards' future? I think at his age, me personally, I do think he is. Looking at his age, man, you know, you're in a rebuild. I definitely think he could be developed into that three and D wing. And it'd be interesting going forward, you know, when or if the Wizards do decide to move on from Kyle Kuzma, you know, slide and Diddy into the four, blow out the three and see what you got two, depending on, you know, if it's Kispert or if it's a future acquisition, whether through the draft or via trade. But I think that those two in the lineup, that is a high defensive lineup. And then when they can finally, both of them finally find their awesome game, I mean, you're looking at a couple of diamonds in the rough, in my opinion. So um, I know a lot of people think I'm hard on Denny, and I think I'm not – I'm a big fan. I'm a really big fan of Denny Aviar, man. I want to see him succeed. Um, obviously, right now he's going through a tough time. If you know anything about current events, you know what's going on in the Middle East. It's not political. <laughs> so, so we're just going to stop it there. But there's a lot going on. Uh, definitely, definitely prayers go out. You know, hopefully his family is safe, and hopefully everybody's safe on both sides, man. You know, like I said, it ain't political, but obviously his mind's one of the things, right? So um, but right now, contract year, you could say really bad timing. But you know, him playing, I want him to kind of show what he can do this next game versus the New York Knicks. Um, so those are the three things that I want to see from the Washington Wizards tomorrow night. I think that, you know. The three, if these three things happen, you could definitely see some progress in DC, man. Um, this is the third game of the preseason. I'm not a big preseason guy, but we gotta get through the grind of it because I'm ready for that opening night. I'm ready, y'all. I'm definitely ready. So, um, we're gonna talk about the Kevin Porter trade. Kevin Porter was moved today. Um, we're gonna look at the trade, and we're gonna look at some new details that came out. And then we're gonna ask the question: If he is available, do you change your mind, or do you stand pat? with acquiring him and adding him to the Washington Wizards. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. And I'm trying to tell you, Bird Dogs make you look good, man. I got shorts, a uh, pair of pants, got my hat, got my my mug. Men, I mean, they, they make you look good, man. They're very comfortable. I wear them working out. I wear them going out. I, I mean, I'm just they're comfortable. I wear them all the daggone time, man. Um, They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Burdock shorts do the exact same thing as Luliman, but fit way better. Way better. Burdock's fixed this issue by inventing clown knit fabric because it used to be where regular shorts are made out of stiff, restricting cotton. Not anymore. They're made out of khaki. So it stretches and it also gives you a way slimmer look. So you don't have to sacrifice movie, which is big with me. Burdock's a function for any occasion. Like I said, you can go on a date, take your wife, girlfriend, side chick. I don't know what you're <laughs> what you into, but Definitely, definitely take your loved one out. You can go out and play golf, you go out and play some hoops, you can do whatever you want, man. I mean, they're very versatile. Show yourself wearing bird dogs on camera and talk about, you know, I mean, I'm trying to tell you they are very, very comfortable. So go to birddogs.com locked on NBA and enter promo code locked on NBA at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's slash locked on NBA for a free water bottle at checkout. I'm trying to say you, it, it keeps your beverages cold or hot, depending on what your objective is. So definitely check it out. And again, these are very, very comfortable pants. So please definitely consider them. Um, so you won't want to take your bird dogs off. I'm telling you, I promise you. Thank you for making Locked the Wizards your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow on the show, we are going to do a live recap of the Wizards preseason game versus the New York Knicks and the Mecca. So definitely check that out. Tune in and come chop it up with your boys, man. So getting back into it, Kevin Porter was finally moved. And looking at the trade, Kevin Porter trade uh Kevin Porter was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder in exchange for Victor Alda Depot and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Now, accompanying Kevin Porter Jr. to Oklahoma City is obviously two second round picks. Now, Kevin Porter Jr. is expected to be waived by the Oklahoma City Thunder. But, but, and there is a but uh new things have come out. This is via NBA Central. Um I don't want to mess the young the young lady's name up. Is uh, Kaiseray, Condrizik. I'm sorry. I humbly <laughs> apologize for butchering the name. Uh, she claimed that Kevin Porter Jr. never hit her, and quote unquote, he didn't hit me. He never balled his fist up and hit me, and he definitely didn't punch me in the face numerous times. That's a, that is a lie. I don't have any injuries to support that. Now I know you guys are wondering, man. Um, you know, with the reports initially coming out. With his subsequent arrests, and now these details coming out. I don't know if it has to do with I, I I don't know what the details are behind the scenes, whether he did or didn't. But at this point, I, I kinda I'm gonna let things play out. I'm gonna let the judicial system play everything out. And if he's found to be not guilty, then I'm somebody who is a believer in second chances. Now, let me tell you something, man. Um, domestic dispute, whether it's man on woman or woman on man, I do not condone, you know. But You know, I definitely do not condone violence, especially when there's children involved. I mean, just you don't need it. It's not called for, you know, definitely in a man's perspective, man, we got to show some strength. But I'll say this. um, I'm also a believer in number one, second chances. And I'm also a believer in letting the jiu-jitsu system play its course. Now, I know not everybody listening is not the biggest believer in the jiu-jitsu system. And I get that. But I'll say this, you know, let the process play out. Um, if it's found that he's not guilty, then I believe he needs a second chance. And at his age and his skill set, you know, with the fact that you have coaches in this in this coaching staff who know how to deal with young guys who I guess you know you need you say locker room issues, attitude issues. I think we have the culture in place. You know, you have players like Kyle Kuzma, you know, um, who can rein him in. You know, I think that we have a culture that you can try to help this guy. Now I get it. Ted Leons has not known the choir players or the hold on to players who have, you know, whether it's legal issues, uh, locker room issues, attitude issues. Um, you know, obviously Gilbert Arenas, his way out outside his injury was the whole bringing guns to the locker room and that whole saga. Um, John and the gang signs, and even, you know, towards the end of the Bradley Bill era with him specking the hat off the fan, um, it was rumored that Ted Leon says the owner was not very happy. So he, he tries to shy away from controversial characters, but I think if you really want to make an example of a culture change give this guy a second chance if it's found that he's not in fault now if he is in fault then he has no business being in his organization because we don't want somebody who's going to be beating on their old lady in the organization you know this is a young team who needs leaders who are going to lead by example which is you know in any industry you're in not just the nba or sports you know whether you're military government whatever you do for a living you represent your company on and off the court. So this culture that they're trying to develop in DC, you know, is, is something that obviously you want to develop on the court. But off the court, the culture what your franchise represents is very very important. So if it deems that that he, what he did was was true, he's guilty, then I don't I don't want him any, anywhere near this organization. But if he is found guiltless, I believe in we should give him a second chance because he is a he is he's a he's a very high upside player if you can rein him in mentally put some people in the organization you want to be there to kind of help the guy along but also hold him accountable you know definitely if there's any contract in play have contingencies in there where you know his performance and how he carries himself goes a long way to how his contract plays out you know definitely put stuff in his contract but you know I want you guys to definitely Comment below. Let me know what you guys think. Because I get it. You know, it's, it's one of the subjects where, you know, anything to do with you know, violence, domestic, domestic abuse and violence, you know, you really want to be careful because it's very sensitive. Because obviously, the you know, it's just, it's not a joke, man. It's something that I don't condone. But I also believe in second chances and letting the process play out. So you guys let me know how you guys feel. And um, you know, we're going we're gonna to chop about it in future episodes. So definitely let me know what you guys think. Because Uh, We're going to do a couple more mailbags leading up to the regular season. But obviously this week, last two preseason games, but we are definitely going to talk about it some more. But um, we're going to get into James Harden. And there are rumors that the Philadelphia 76ers and the L.A. Clippers are in talks right now for a potential trade, sending James Harden back home to L.A. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. Good God. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. Win or lose, I'm trying to tell you. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now. Not five minutes, not 15 minutes, not tomorrow, right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, include parlays, which are my favorite. Um i lose more than i win but it's definitely my favorite spreads player props over and unders and more so visit fanduel.com locked on and kick off the nfl season fanduel the official partner of the national football league and thank you for making locked on wizards your first listen every single day every day or so, tomorrow on the show we're going to do a live reaction and recap of the wizards preseason victory over the new york knicks at Manchester Square garden aka the mecca so tune in up with your boys some laughs we're going to celebrate or cry together depending on the the outcome but definitely show up and show some love so james harden and the philadelphia 76ers are in talks with the la clippers and obviously we know that this saga has been unplanned the whole offseason we you know him going to china and saying you know he practically what he says i'm not going to go quote unquote but he doesn't want to play with uh, under any organization that is employed or has employed daryl morey now we know the history with Daryl Morey and James Harden dating back to Houston, uh, him acquiring him from OKC, um, practically taking him from a six man into pretty much a superstar. Uh, when probably one of the best scores till they changed some rules, but he was probably one of the best scores in the era in this era of NBA basketball. So um, a potential move to the LA Clippers would I entertain it if I'm the Washington Wizards as a thirteen? Absolutely. You know, obviously, this being year one of a rebuild, we want to get more minutes to the guys that we're trying to develop, right? Um, Denny Avia contract year, he, you know, all signals are pointing him starting at small forward or backing him up at the four. But, again, you got Galinari at the four. So I see Denny starting at the three. Now, obviously, it depends on how this preseason unfolds. Um, does he get his legs running underneath him, getting that crucial playing time, getting his body in mind, ready for the season ahead? Yeah. But I expect him game one to be a small forward. But obviously it's more than that, right? Bilal Kulabali. Wow. Could he start the three? Absolutely. Um, depending on you know, Tyus, you know, to, you know, to because to me, I still believe that everybody needs to fight for their position. Tyus, I want to see him, you know, before the deadline, be that point guard. You know, but I know that long term pool could be the option. Um, so right now, obviously, it's gonna be Tyus at point. Jordan Pool at the two guard, but the three. Bilal proven, I mean, obviously it's preseason, but, you know, that's the thing. I'm not going to keep making excuses anymore, you know, because before it was like, um, it's just summer league. You know, now it's just preseason. Look, he's playing good basketball. You know, his offensive repertoire needs to come along, but it's not broken by any means. You know, his shot, he's two for three from three. Small sample size, yes, but he, I'm telling you right now, Bilal Koulibaly is going to be a star in this league, man. And you know, definitely a dominant rough that, if properly developed, is going to do well in DC. Now looking at Deniavia Young, twenty-two, um, you know he still can be molded, man, can still be brought along, you know. Definitely work on his offensive game. He's only twenty-two, man. Um, I definitely think that he need to entertain, maybe keeping him along. But if not, if he's not part of the hit of the future, definitely see what kind of value you can get for him. Uh, Corey Kispert, I think at this stage, you know he's. He is what he is. A shooter who can cut a high I ba- a high IQ basketball player. And then of course Johnny Davis, right? Um Johnny Davis playing time is very crucial, especially at the two guard position behind Pool. Now Kispert is slotted to play two guard, and then you got Shamet. So definitely Schemet needs to be moved. So maybe the Wizards should be that thirteen. Maybe move on from Shamet, maybe Gallinari. Um we'll see um and obviously that's not the only questions we have on this team right a uh, center position the lack of depth and you know the fact that a lot of people don't believe that Daniel Gafford is that guy at start especially long you know long term so it's, there's definitely questions that I think can be answered by being a third team in a potential James Harden trade maybe you pick up another center you know I you know you get some playing time by freeing up you know moving Shamet getting Johnny Davidson minutes you know see where you plug in Kispert um You know, you got to get minutes to Bilal, Kulabali, Denny, because, you know, obviously developing these guys and seeing what they can do, especially these guys, Denny, uh, Johnny Davis and Corey Kisper, more than Bilal because Bilal was drafted by this current front office. These previous three were not. So they are playing to kind of showcase what their long term fit is in the District of Columbia. So definitely it's, it's crucial that all four of them get playing time. Um, Schmidt I don't think is a long-term piece definitely needs to be moved Gallinari, you see the scoring prowess now you know obviously he's still picking up speed following the ACL injury Um, Muscala what can you get from him and Tyus you know that's the big question outside of the young guys and getting them uh, minutes outside of Daniel Gafford in the center position is looking at Tyus Jones you know is he the future at point guard or is he moved you know and who is going to be the next guy up? Who's going to be that next great Wizards point guard? You know, Jordan Poole, to me, could be that guy at point. But it really depends on how well Ty Jones plays and if this organization sees him as a building block and not a tra- trade asset. So, you know, there's a lot of questions. A lot of things need to happen. But, look, two more preseason games. And, look, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, the, the home opener is coming on up guys so i'm definitely looking forward to i know a lot of you are new season this is my second season here at locked on this is my second regular season so i'm definitely excited to chop it up with you guys again to see season with my guy the real ed all over so definitely definitely excited so again um appreciate everybody showing up um watching that video man definitely showing love um comment below let me know what you guys think man do you agree with the three things i'm looking forward for to tomorrow night do you think that if kevin Porter, if if he's available, if, he is uh, innocent of these charges. Should he be an option still? And James Harden, in any potential trade sending him to LA or elsewhere, should the Washington Wizards be that third team to offload some of these veteran expiring deals? Comment below. Let me know what you guys think. Anywhere you get podcasts, a five star review would be much appreciated. And on the YouTube side, like, subscribe, hit that notification no, notification button. We are close to four thousand subscribers man when i first joined man when i first joined forces with with my guy the red oliver man we were approaching three we are almost to four love you guys appreciate you guys man we're looking forward to a whole new year of wizards basketball man so definitely appreciate y'all man because you guys are the biggest reason why this channel is growing man so i appreciate you guys so again you know definitely let let me know what you guys think tomorrow night 7 30 at the mecca the birthplace of basketball. I guess that's what they say. Um but that, you know, definitely tune in, man's um Measuring Stick, Jenny's playing. So again, appreciate you guys. Hail to the Wizards and peace. See you guys next time.